As the leader of US Space Command just confirmed the Jupiter agreements reached in July. You're listening to Exopolitics Today with Dr. Michael Sala, your source for the uncensored truth regarding the human, extraterrestrial, social, global, and political agenda. Click the like button and subscribe to this channel. Visit exopolitics.org and sign up to receive our email notifications, news, and information. Be informed and be aware with Exopolitics Today. And now, here's Dr. Michael Sala. Aloha, everyone. This article that just came out where General James Dickinson says that U.S. Space Command has just attained initial operational capability is fascinating because it offers us a glimpse into what the U.S. Space Command has been doing under General Dickinson, who is a four-star army general. And he describes it in pretty mundane terms as having achieved a certain degree of operational capability uh, that Space Command was set up in September of 2019 and is now, quote, matured to the point where we have strategic effects. So he's using the conventional language to describe how Space Command which is the 11th combatant command in the United States. It's responsible for one of the functional areas by which the different US military services collaborate. The combatant commands, there are six regional commands uh, dealing with different geographic areas around the planet. And then there's five functional combatant commands which deal with particular functions such as nuclear weapons, cyberspace, and space. And so General Dickinson is here acknowledging that in the past two years, Space Command has achieved a certain level of operational readiness, that it's ready to do business. What's really interesting here is that he says that Space Command has reached 100 agreements with different national allies, intergovernmental agencies, and commercial partners. So why is that interesting? It's been just over a month where there were these secret agreements reached in the upper atmosphere of Jupiter, attended by 14 nations, as well as many multinational corporations. Now, I've already discussed Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and Richard Branson attending using various covers. Now, I also have heard that General Dickinson was also in attendance. And for those that have been following uh, my posts on the Jupiter meetings, you know that these were a set of meetings designed to achieve an agreement between the major spacefaring nations, there were 14 of which attended the meetings, and they went through a screening process to determine who would be the leader for the Earth's colonization of our solar system. And it was whittled down to six countries that would form a kind of executive committee. And I described those six as the US and Russia, China, the UK, France, and Japan most likely making up the sixth member, and and that they and out of that six, the U.S. was chosen as the leader for 
coordinating all of the different nation states and reaching agreements between the nations and the many companies that were in attendance. And the, the companies were given the role of releasing some of the advanced space technologies that have been built in classified programs. So, so this was what I've previously covered. And so far, yeah, that information came from uh, one primary source, Elena Danam. Uh, and there is a second source that I will be soon discussing, but right now, Elena's the only one that has come forward and saying that she's being given direct briefings on this. That also the Artemis Accords and what we know of China and Russia collaborating in setting up a, a lunar research station, all that supports that these kinds of meetings were held involving roughly 14 countries. So right now, uh, we don't have any kind of tangible evidence, but now we have this announcement from General Dickinson saying that over 100 agreements have been reached with, between different nations, corporations, and agencies within the United States. So to me, this is pretty powerful evidence circumstantial definitely but nevertheless it's evidence that the jupiter meetings were held and that as a result of the jupiter meetings a comprehensive framework of agreements were reached between different nations different companies and different agencies within the united states all dealing with the diffusion of classified technologies and the colonization of space and so now with uh, General Dickinson coming forward and saying, acknowledging that Space Command has reached this inflection point in its development of, of, of initial operational capability, I mean, that's just a very technical term, but in the process, acknowledging that over 100 agreements have been reached only one month after I got the information from Elena Denan saying that the U.S., and major companies all attended these meetings at Jupiter and all reached agreements for how space, our solar system, is to be colonised. To me, this is more, more than coincidental. This is very powerful circumstantial evidence that the Jupiter meetings did happen around the middle of July, that major corporations, CEOs attended, such as Musk, Bezos, Branson, that 14 nations attended, including the US delegation that was headed by the Space Command leader, General Dickinson. So his statement corroborates that this is really happening. So I think so far we can get more confidence that the meetings on Jupiter did happen. And I soon will be interviewing another witness, another source, disclosing what she was told about the Jupiter meetings. So I look forward to sharing that information with you. So finally, I want to just mention on September 11, I'll be holding my next webinar. It's going to be called Our Star Trek Future. So I hope you can join me at that webinar. Information is at my website, exopolitics.org. So thank you for listening and subscribing to Exopolitics Today. <laughs>